chair. Thank you for joining us today. Christy, good to see you. Hello, all. <laughs> Can we just talk about, like, the humidity right now? Oh. It is so miserable. I feel like my head is a chia pet because it just, like, gets bigger and bigger and bigger all day long. We ain't ready. <laughs> We, we ain't ready. We are not ready for this. <laughs> my house is freezing. I go outside. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> Missouri, gosh, I thought it was Florida today because it seems like we are getting rain every single day. And yeah. it just rained for just a short period of time. And then all of a sudden, it's just gone. And not even a hard rain. Sometimes no. it's just a little sprinkle. And then two minutes later, yeah. we're sunshine again. Like, it's not making any sense at all. But, you know, nothing about this year has made sense <laughs> right. this far. So today we talked about this topic last week that we wanted to do. Um, We talked about being married in quarantine. We talked about our kids driving us crazy in quarantine. And it led us to a discussion on uh, our husbands that we ain't their mama. Mm -mm. (laughs) And Christy has a lot of thoughts on this. (laughs) I have a few things I'm going to interject throughout the show today. But Christy, why don't you kick us off? Well, let's first and foremost say we're not going to bash husbands. That's not what this is about. But we know good and well (laughs) that there are women out there that are going to say, Amen, sister. I feel your pain. (laughs) (laughs) But but I I married somebody right from his mama's house. Like He did not have time to live on his own and take care of himself on his own. So when he left his mama and moved in with me, he thought I should take on the whole responsibility from his mama. Right. And where do they get that at? I mean, I'm not sure. I've never like heard somebody say, well, your wife should Mm -hmm. be doing this, this and Mm -hmm. this. So, I mean, maybe I just grew up in a different kind of situation. And and I think that's where it comes from. He was now his his dad and his mom were raised in a home where mom stayed home. Mom took care of the husband and the children. Right. And that was her sole responsibility. She put all of her life, everything into that. Right. You know, my parents, even though dad worked and mom was home most times when we were kids, he still came home and helped her out. You know, right. he, it was still a 50-50. It was still, he didn't expect her to have everything finished, every, you know, food on the table when he got home. Although usually it was, but he didn't respect or he didn't expect that from her. Right. But my mother-in-law, bless her heart, I love her to death, but... She has put her entire heart and her soul into her husband and her Mm. kids. And, you know, Jeremy and I had a conversation not too long ago, and it opened his eyes to realize that his mom has kind of almost lost herself. Right. Because she has put all of her everything into them. And still to this day, if he goes over there and visits, it's almost expected of her to wait on him. And, you know... And Christy, you know, in our house, we have a very different situation. Although from the beginning, Keith and I kind of had a unwritten agreement. You know, Mm -hmm. I kind of take care of everything in the house Mm -hmm. as far as cleaning, decorating. Um, But I don't, I don't cook. Not because I can't cook. I just don't cook. And he cooks very well. He likes to cook. Yes. And he, it started out that he would get home earlier in the evening than I would from work. So he just naturally started dinner and started that whole process and then basically I got the cleanup of the dinner mm-hmm. which sometimes is not <laughs> an even trade and so uh so that's how it started out so I wouldn't say that we have typical roles or maybe even like us growing up a lot of times our mom was home mm-hmm. but 
I always remember really all of us kind of shouldering, shouldering mm-hmm. the responsibilities and chores and things like that. And I'm not sure where we got into this pattern of where our children felt like we were put on this earth to serve them. Mm-hmm. And really our role in the house is to raise them to then go out and be. Well, you know, when I've caught flack from other women, other mothers, when my kids were about 11 or 12 years old, they started doing their own laundry. Yeah. And and to me it was, you know, they started shouldering chores. Well, hello, Grace needs to, she unloads the dishwasher, cleans, she, I do the cooking. Right. She cleans the kitchen afterwards. Right. You know, and my, my thing back to them was, okay, well, it's my responsibility to teach them how to take care of themselves when I am no longer, right. you know, in their home, when right. they move out on their own. How are they going to know to take care of themselves? How are they going to know how to how to wash their laundry? How are they going to know how to cook for themselves? Are right. they? I mean, you because know, it's, it's our responsibility resp- yeah. to teach that to it them. It is a responsibility, and that's where I think that we have such a confused society right now because we have parents that are parenting their children way too long, mm-hmm. and their children have this failure to launch into yeah. an adult life, and so we are trying to hire. Mm-hmm. And educate, like on a college level, these children that are still children in their 20s, mid 20s. Yes. Yeah, and they have not had the ability to grow up or even experiences. I know that I just had this conversation with my children recently, my adult children that are in the process of, you know, marrying and then moving out. And I told them, I said, I won't make one more doctor's appointment for you, mm-hmm. I won't call and make arrangements for you any longer. You have to do that. And I remember the first time Tristan had a job and he wanted to pay for Keith and I Mm -hmm. to have dinner. And at first I felt like, no, no, you can't do that. But the Lord quickly prompted me and said, let him Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Let him do that. That he is learning how to care. He is learning how to show appreciation and you let him do it. But I just remember like, it almost seemed like time stopped in that moment because I was as I was getting ready to say, no, we've got it, mm-hmm. the Lord said, no. Right. Because they have to learn that transition. Shoot, I think Eli was 16 years old when he finally ordered, told the waiter <laughs> what he wanted for a dinner. You know, and I'm like, son. And it wasn't, it was just because he was shy. And I had always stepped up and done that for him. But, you know, at 16, I'm like, okay, you have a car. Right. <laughs> you have freedom. What are you going to do when you pull up to a drive-thru? Are you just not going to say anything? I mean, you, you're going right. to have to learn. You have to grow up. Exactly. Amen. And learn to do these things on your own. Because we have to raise them to leave mm-hmm. and cleave. And that's where I feel like we have really done an injustice, what they want to call the millennials. Mm-hmm. Really, we've done that. We've We as a society, because all of a sudden it wasn't, it was too... Um, harsh to make them work and do chores and without getting paid or without having some kind of, you know, accolade Mm -hmm. for doing whatever, that it wasn't just a responsibility. Because I tell my children all the time, we all have a role in this family. It's not mom and dad pay for everything. We, you know, we do everything for you. And then you just reap all the benefits. No, we have a role. You were put in this mm-hmm. family for a role and we all work together mm-hmm. to make sure things are taken care of. Well, I know Grace, my 16 year old, she just recently got a job. She's been there about a month, I guess. And um, 
she just automatically thought once she got her job that her chores ended at home. <laughs> right. You know? Well, mama, I, I got off at five o'clock. I'm tired. Okay, honey. Well, we're all tired when right. we get home from work. <laughs> same, but it doesn't girl, mean, same. It doesn't mean that the house stops. Like, right. we're still going to have dinner. You're still going to have dirty laundry. You're still going to have dirty dishes to do. I mean, come on now. Right. We all have a job. Right. And we've, we've, because of this mentality, we've reversed roles and women are confused about what their role mm-hmm. is and men are confused about what their role is. And then we have these two confused individuals about who they are, then go into a marriage and mm-hmm. they try to make this work. Mm-hmm. And Keith and I see it a lot in mar- in pre-marriage counseling and even during marriage when people are having trouble. We give, we give them this survey and, it, and she takes it and he takes mm-hmm. it. And it's basically on... Whose responsibility is it for what? And it's so eye-opening every time you see them. And some of these people have been married for several years. Some of them have been dating or Mm -hmm. engaged for, you know, at a period of time. And they come back and they have totally different views of what their role is in in the relationship. And I just think it's so interesting. And I guess, Christy, I want you to answer this. How can we change this? What can we start doing now with our children that can start changing the next generation or this current generation getting ready to launch out into adulthood and marriage? Well, I've always taught my kids that it's a 50-50. You don't, well, it's actually 100-100. If you don't give 100% in your marriage and communication, oh my gosh, communication is so important. And that's just from talking to different couples who have had issues, the biggest problem is communication. Right. There is none. Right. It's just, he should know what I expect from him. Right. Like, this is what you should do. Yeah. Because My we kids think... should know what I expect. Right. No, not unless you sit them down and say, you know, I mean, this is what we do to our daughter. When I did it to my daughter. You know, I set her down and, and I'm just like, before you date somebody, write out a plan. You let him know right. the guidelines to follow, the boundaries so that you have set. And then you let him know, this is what I expect out of our relationship. This is what I respect or expect out of you. Right. If you don't follow that those guidelines and if you can't agree with agree these. to set these boundaries, then you're not the person for me. Right. Right. And I thought about this the other day too because I know Christy you'll relate to this. When we have a baby, we take them to the to the doctor. They give us all kinds of information, milestones. Mm-hmm. By this age they should be doing mm-hmm. this and they should weigh this much and be this tall and this is where we like to see them. They should be eating this much right. and this is when you introduce this food. I mean, they're so specific. But why isn't that we don't have like a guideline mm-hmm. like as parents by the time they mm-hmm. leave home? This, these yes. are the skills they need. This yes. is what they need to know. Mm-hmm. And we don't ever really talk about that. And so we have all these varying mm-hmm. kids that are going into an adulthood. And there's some that they're not ready to survive it. Listen, my son graduated high school not knowing how to balance a checkbook. Not knowing how to right. write a check. Because they don't teach that hardly anymore no. in school. And I remember we would have to do the whole ledgers like yeah, for businesses. They don't do that anymore. I know. <laughs> so it is our responsibility, you know, to, to make sure... Yes, you have a bank account. You have money in your bank account. Now, let's make sure you keep that money in your bank account. So you need to make sure, you know, because for the longest time we taught him how to do it. And we would say, son, have you balanced your checkbook in a while? Uh, right. no. Yeah. Well, how much, how do you know how much money you have in the bank? Well, because I just go to the online banking. No, 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 no. <laughs> how do you know it's right? Right. 
right. You got to double check that stuff. Yeah, and we we had to do that with our kids too because it, it there is such a lack, um, and I'm sure you know because of the way kids are raised right now, it's very difficult to be a teacher and be able mm-hmm. to manage that. Before teachers had the time to basically instill those values, those right. uh, those life lessons, th- those things that you're really going to to use and then it kind of mimicked what was at home but what what we're finding now is that with uh you know divorces and broken homes and just people that may not have had a good solid mother figure and father figure in their life or a consistent that's another thing consistency Mm -hmm. there's just a big gap in in what our kids know and what what adult when you're go you know when you're sending them out into that adult world what they know and I know that it started with Tristan wanting to pay for our for our food now when our when we go out we only have one couple you know child that's married so but everybody they pick up their own bill Mm -hmm. and they I mean it's it's not like just uh I just expect mom and dad to just pick all this up all Mm -hmm. the time and so it started with that but then you know as Tristan's wedding day grows closer there's other things that you know I find myself saying son I, I really want you to know this because this is going to probably come mm-hmm. up sometime when you're married and, and you're going to think, that's the craziest thing. But this right. this is going to be something that you're going to have to step up and do. And there's a role that you fulfill in this marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, I've always been a working wife and parent. And so I always felt that overwhelming. Like I would work all day mm-hmm. and then I felt like all of the house was also on me right. because I felt like to be a good mom, you had to be everything to the mm-hmm. kids and do everything for them. And you had to keep up with all the other moms, even the ones that were staying at home and had more time than me. And you had to keep your house clean. Yes, and- my house had to be clean. Right. And and I just remember some days I would just get so overwhelmed and it would cause resentment and me to be mm-hmm. angry and <clears throat> just unsettled and not have any peace. And that really set the atmosphere of the whole house. And mm-hmm. I really had to be like, well, no, wait a minute we are all part of this family mm-hmm. and each of us play a role and we all have to step up to the plate and clean up after ourselves and follow the rules and have respect for one another. And once we started really honing in on that and saying, no, we're not going to do this for them. We will let them know. Mm-hmm. And then they need to correct it. Mm-hmm. So that was a good talk. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, you know, you live, mm-hmm. And you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love it's trial by fire. Yes. <laughs> but for all those wives that, and even fathers, I know fathers worry about this too. We are seeing, um, you know, an influx of single dads that are raising kids now. And sometimes you just don't know how to instill that in them. It's okay mm-hmm. to not do everything mm-hmm. that somebody else is doing. But what we must do is prepare them for the people that they are going to be. Mm -hmm. In our verse that we chose, Christy and I, today, just to kind of wrap all of this up, is found in Genesis 2, 24. And it says, This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united as one. Yes, so what is your Wednesday shout-out? I'm actually going to shout out to uh, Ultimate Look Hair Salon. Yes. Heather Hicks took over about a year and a half ago. And um, if you are looking for a great atmosphere, Christian atmosphere, I think she's always got some kind of right, worship playing right. in there. 
Um, Good conversation to you. Visit her. Visit her. She's an awesome, awesome stylist. And I just want to shout out to really just our community. We've just had um, so much going on. And I think that sometimes we take for granted um, just people we get to run into and faces. And just, you know, I find myself very often just like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. I haven't seen them Mm -hmm. for a couple months. I mean, really, honestly, we are very slowly getting back to a somewhat normal flow in our community but it's still far from what you know our high school the high school football games on Friday night sitting in the stand we Mm -hmm. knew everything that was going on with everyone and I just want to um, our little community here in St. Francis County I just love them so much and so I just want to shout out to being great people and being a great place to be able to live and raise our children and um, just be together Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for joining us. We are so glad. It's always such an honor to know that you are listening. If you have any ideas or any questions for us, uh, please just inbox us. And we'd love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, you can send us a direct message on Facebook. And as always, thank you for tuning in.